Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Demer. Today on the show, Steve Aoki, NFTs, Reddit, NFTs, and we talk more NFTs. <laughs> That's today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everyone. Thursday, January 27, 2022. It's going to be a big NFT-heavy day. Don't worry. Don't worry. If you're shutting off the podcast right now and saying it's only NFTs, no, we have more than that. Actually, one story is really, really interesting. I'll get into that in a minute. A lot of people wrote in yesterday because I asked, write in, tell me what you think about Paris Hilton and Jimmy Fallon and their NFTs. Well, here's what a lot of people said. But before we get into those emails that came in, uh, two things that didn't change yesterday. The Fed, like I told you at the end of the podcast yesterday, the Fed is going to come out and tell you what they're going to do through the rest of the year when it comes to the rates, the interest rates. Nothing's changing. Probably going to change their interest rates, make them go higher in March and do it four times over this year of 2022. And Tesla, their report came out. It looks like they still have their Bitcoin, but they didn't buy any more. They didn't buy any Doge. They didn't buy any other cryptos. So Tesla is just making cars, finally. Just making cars and not being in crypto. For a minute there, I thought they were going to turn into a crypto company. Now, going back to the NFT thing, Jerry wrote me an email yesterday and he said this. I want to respond to your rant today about NFTs and celebrities. I totally get your point, but I'm not a celebrity. Well, you you could be. Maybe you are. I don't know. (laughs) Consider diamonds as old school NFTs. They're hunks of compressed coal and in fire, they burn just like coal. They're transparent like quartz or zirconia but they're actually a lot more brittle than them. There is nothing special about the colors diamonds produce in light. The colors are entirely determined by the cut of the diamond, and if you cut glass the same shape, it's just as colorful. That's physics. Natural diamonds have no industrial applications. Industry can produce diamonds much more cheaply, and they are perfect, uniformly sized, and easy to use. Using natural diamonds for manufacturing would be crazy. And yet, rich people want to own ostentatious diamond jewelry. Why? So they can brag to their friends. It makes no sense that the diamonds should be worth more than quartz. Their value comes only from our culture. NFTs are the new diamonds. How many diamonds do you have to look at before you lose interest in them? A dozen? How many bored apes do you have to look at before you lose interest? The only reason NFTs are valuable to celebrities is because they are rare. If Paris Hilton went on some talk show to brag about some gigantic diamond ring, you wouldn't think twice. If she goes and brags about some NFT, then it serves the same purpose for her. I hope this helps explain the purpose of NFTs for celebrities. Jerry, thank you. That's an interesting way to look at it. I don't think of it that way. Um, I think that it is, you're right, for their value, what they're doing with it, you're right. It's like their bragging point. It's their big diamond, their 14 carats diamond, or is even 14 carats even big? I think it is. I'm not sure. I don't have any diamonds. Actually, one carat is things big. 14 carats, I think, will be extremely huge. Anyway, long story short, you're right. Is there the diamonds? The only thing I'm saying is, it's like, imagine if we were trying to push diamonds as a way to make things fairer for the in, for the world, for finance, for everything, and then you see a 14 carat diamond on Paris Hilton's finger, and you're like, 
this is supposed to change everything for everybody. This is the new tech. This is the new best thing. (laughs) They're not helping the industry at all. Riker from Wyoming just wrote in it. By the way, that's kind of hard to say. I said it four times. I edited it out. Edited it. I edited it out. I didn't edit that out. But anyway, Riker says, by the way, I'm a big Star Trek fan. So every time I see Riker, I get excited. I'm like, oh, yeah, number one. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I did not see the episode you're talking about on the podcast. However, I do find it incongruent with the crypto industry's mission. Cryptocurrency has a feeling of being more inclusive where the financial system has been exclusive throughout history. Now seeing celebrities and very wealthy people showing off more exclusivity, I believe it does not drive more people towards cryptocurrencies and NFTs in general. Thanks, Riker. Joe says, I think it creates a separation that hinders massive adoption of the crypto space. Adoption equals money. Money equals market up. And Zach sent in a YouTube video, which I linked in the show notes. It's actually a two-hour video on the whole NFT craze, the whole NFT wave, the whole NFT industry. I'm about 30 minutes into it. It's a two-hour video, so it's like watching a movie. (laughs) So I'm taking my time to get through it. But he says it's a great watch about like the, I guess, NFT space in general. So I think that you should check it out as well. Again, link is in the show notes, the YouTube video in the show notes. Now let's move into those crypto prices. And I'm recording this at 11.13 Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $36,620, down 3.8% in 24. And I just want everybody to realize, again, we're down today because for some reason, everybody thought that the Fed was going to come out and say, nah, we're just kidding. We're not going to hike up the rates. We're just going to make sure up only. <laughs> it's, that's not how it happened. And I don't know why anybody would expect that to happen, but the whole markets were anticipating the Fed to come out and like roll everything back. And well, they didn't. They're keeping the course, which anybody can argue that one way or the other. Uh, I I, I don't have an opinion on that, even though I will say that it's going to be hard to raise rates while China is cutting rates. And they know that. Ethereum sitting at $2,470, down 5.6%. Tell us in the number three spot, Binance Coin is at $373, down 5%. And USDC is at number five at a dollar, like it should be. Running off the top 10, we have Cardano, XRP, Solana, Luna, Terra Luna, and Dogecoin. Total market cap, we're at $1.67 trillion, which is down around 2.8% uh, from yesterday. A BCC dominance of 41.5 and an F dominance of 17.7. And now it's time for Coin of the Day. Our coin of the day is number 111 on coin market cap. By the way, I did take some suggestions to take uh, the coin of the day and move it to just the top 200. A lot of these obscure coins. Most people said, I love coin of the day. Just please stop giving me number 900. <laughs> Which, so I decided to just, you know, do top 200. I will give you a brief and an overview of what everybody said about this show's improvements. Uh, honestly, the overwhelming idea of the show was don't change anything. That was basically it. Most people just said, don't change anything. I love it. But people had more comments about coin of the day than anything else. So this is live peer, number 111 on coin market cap. The ticker is LPT. The price is $24.81. It's down 3.3% in 24 hours. Market cap is 525 million. Fully diluted is 568 million. 92% is in circulation. Max supply of LPT is 22.9 million. All-time high price is $100. Okay, it was set three months ago when everything else was at all-time high prices. All-time low price is $0.42. Cents. It's up 6,000% since then. And wow, just imagine if you sold it at $100. Woo, 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 woo. 
Where can you buy it? Well, you can buy it on Binance, Coinbase, Bithum, Shitcoin Mecca, and KuCoin. So there's plenty of liquidity to go around. And what does LivePeer do? Well, launched in 2017, LivePeer is the first live video streaming network protocol that is fully decentralized. The platform aims to become a viable blockchain-based, economically efficient alternative to centralized broadcasting solutions for all and existing broadcaster companies. So long story short, I clicked on LivePeer.org because I was very curious. I wanted to see if they actually had like the YouTube streaming service or something like that um, that is blockchain-based, and they don't. Uh, not, I don't know what their actually their product is. That maybe it looks as though there's a lot of code on their website. It looks like that maybe they're making the back end for somebody to hopefully develop this up and build this up. But I don't see any videos, and that's what I was kind of expecting is to see a YouTube type. I don't know, a platform where people were uploading videos and it was going to be all on the blockchain and they were tokenizing it. They were getting micropayments and so on and so forth. There are those that exist, but this doesn't seem like one of them. Anyway, you guys can check it out for yourself. Deep dive, let me know. That's Live Peer, ticker LPT, rank number 111 on CoinMarketCap. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Moving into today's headlines. DJ Steve Aoki has been a prominent creator and collector of NFTs for the past couple of years. He's not only sold his own artwork and announced in the Solana marketplace, but he's also collected board apes, CryptoPunks, and other valuable projects. He's now taking steps to make his own NFT space, the Aokiverse. Aokiverse is going to be an Ethereum NFT-driven membership community. Collectors that hold the Aoki Passport, it's A0K1 Passport NFT, can gain exclusive access to live and virtual concepts and other events, a private Discord service with access to Steve himself, future metaverse events, and other perks. Reddit, it's a $10 billion company, online platform, discussion platform. By the way, did you guys see the anti-work like Fox interview the other day? It's getting a lot of, if you have seen it, let me know your opinion. Matthew and ActiveCrypt.co, the Fox News interview with the anti-work mod. Uh, just let me know what you think. Anyway, what I'm talking about this is because they are testing a feature, Reddit is, that is going to allow people to collect their NFTs to the profile of pictures. We've heard this before. And while Reddit has done its own Ethereum-based NFT collection called Crypto Snooze, S-N-O-O-S, the feature will reportedly enable users to add any NFT to their profile pictures. And as we just said, you know, Reddit was not the only person to think of this. Twitter did it too, just last week with Twitter blue. So you know how the profile pictures on Twitter are these little circles? Well, this one is a hexagonal frame. It's like a it's hexagonal, hexagonal, hexagonal. Yeah, whatever. You get what I'm trying to say? I haven't even seen one yet. Uh, I'm going to go look to see who has their NFTs in their Twitter frames or their profile pictures. Well, YouTube could be right behind them. All I know is people want to make sure that they can display their NFTs their board apes, their crypto punks, or whatever they have. I, I have a couple of NFTs that I wouldn't mind putting up there myself, actually. And, well, people are going to hop on to make sure that you can ha- have your NFT there and that they're authenticated so nobody can copy your picture. 
The clock is counting down to the time where you have to file your taxes. And so, CoinTracker, a startup that makes crypto investment tracking software, announced today that it's raised $100 million. Where do people get these this money for these projects? Anyway, $100 million in a Series A round led by Palo Alto-based venture firm Excel. Other investors in the Series A round include Coinbase Ventures, Kraken Ventures, Inuit Ventures, as you know, TurboTax, and much more. CoinTracker software is designed to make it easier for crypto users to track their tax liabilities and report earnings and losses to the IRS. CoinTracker's value proposition is that it's removing the uncertainty. In addition to keeping score of gains and losses, the tracking software can basically optimize tax strategies to make you save money and also integrates with TurboTax. They're not the only game in town, though. Coinly, TokenTax, ZenLedger, Acointing, TaxBit, Bitcoin.tax, Bear.tax, CryptoTrader.tax, well, that's just some of them. There's a lot of them. Uh, we'll be doing a tax episode very soon, as we do every year, to make sure that you know how to file your crypto taxes. Here's a story that I thought was very interesting. I'm going to call it the story of the day. Ooh, should I do a story of the day? Should that be like my pick of the best story of the day? What do you guys think? Should that be like a whole segment? Matthew and at decrypt.co. Let me know what you think. You see, this is what I'm doing. I'm just over here making this podcast, rifting, coming up with ideas. Anyway, let's get to the, this news. So here, here's the thing. Canada has an exchange called Quadringa CX, or they had one. And what the whole thing was is that they w- got shut down because the CEO died. And the CEO was the only person with the private keys for the cold storage of everybody's crypto. And so when this dude died-ish, maybe, kind of, everybody's like thinking that this is kind of like maybe he didn't die. And he just ran off with all the crypto. But uh, anyway, he died. Exchange goes down. And then things get kind of crazy. Right. So in 2020, the Ontario Securities Commission labeled that this exchange was a potency scheme. So in the final months of Quadringa, it had almost no assets left. It was operating like a revolving door. Apparently, new client deposits were immediately rerouted to fund other clients withdrawals. Textbook Ponzi scheme. And so there's also a big financial hole. It was like $215 million of financial hole. Also, the trading volume was being faked at like $115 million of trading volume on the exchange because of this Ponzi scheme or I don't know how they were doing it. Well, anyway, guy dies. Nobody knows what to do. You can't get any money back. The exchange is dead. People lost all their money. It was a huge thing. By the way, shout out to Taylor Monahan, who is the CEO and founder of My Crypto. I, I spoke to, with her many times back in 2017, 2018, 2019. I haven't seen her online for like a couple of years. I hope everything's okay. I should reach out to her. I should find her. But she literally was the magnum PI of this whole investigation, looking at on-chain everything to figure out where this money, where this crypto has gone. And I, I can't, I'm just literally trying to figure out and remember this whole story because it was absolutely crazy. Well, apparently there's a co-founder. And Zero X Sifu, who's a co-founder and CFO of an avalanche-based fork of Olympus DAO called Wonderland, has been ousted or doxxed as the co-founder of Quadringa CX. So, like, everybody was looking for these founders and nobody knew knew what to happen. They said, oh, the founder died and everybody lost all their money. But here's one of the co-founders working on another project. Long story short, red flags and shock graves went through the industry. This is such an interesting story. Link is in the show notes. And I just want everybody to go through and I guess maybe Google search Quadringo CX. This, the whole story is absolutely crazy and bizarre. And finally, Putin today said that Russians have a certain competitive advantage when it comes to mining cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, according to a transcript posted on the official government website. His comments came one day after the government's finance ministry said it would be necessary to allow these technologies to develop. 
and that a cryptocurrency ban was not necessary. Hmm. Putin said, Wednesday in a video call, he said, as for cryptocurrencies, the central bank has its own position. It is related to the fact that, according to these experts of the central bank, the expansion of this type of activity carries certain risks. And above all, for the citizens of the country, given the high volatility and some other components of this topic. Although, of course, we have certain competitive advantages here, especially in the so-called mining. I mean the surplus of electricity and well-trained personnel available in the country, said Putin. U.S. has threatened Russia with harsher economic sanctions. Could this talk, could this positioning, could this kind of looking at Bitcoin be a way for Russian to just kind of hedge against the U.S. sanctions? Huh. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Spotify and leave us those five stars. Oh, and of course, Apple Podcasts. Like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment as well, please. And until tomorrow in our week in review, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>